0: We're talking wrestling. Hey everybody, welcome to We're Talking Wrestling. My name is Mark Mark, and with me as always is Ryan.
1: What's up? We're back.
0: We're back like the OMAC.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: There See. we go. <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about Shane a little bit. He has made his return and everybody's talking about it. everybody wants to know what's gonna happen. Uh, he's going up against the Undertaker at WrestleMania. We found out. We found out that there is a mysterious box. Uh, that holds something, which I already know what it is, but we'll get more into that in a minute. Uh, also we can talk a little bit about that clause, that weird, uh, you know, how it made did it even make sense? The clause for, you know, Shane's coming back, he has to have a match and then he can control raw. So I guess just to start off, what was your general take from the whole thing?
1: Well, First off, I wanted to ask you what you uh, – just, like, your very initial impression. Like, what was your thought process as you were watching? Uh, like, as it was happening?
0: It was kind of like a – I mean, that was definitely, like, a mark-out moment. Like, right. I wasn't thinking about anything but what was happening right then. And I, I had to remind myself to do that as well because, like, as, a, as it was going on and I was always kind of hearing what was <laughs> – what we were learning, I was already becoming like cynical, like this is never going to happen. And how is this going to work? And how is this match going to work? And I was like, wait, you know, just stop. (laughs) Just like enjoy what's happening now and then bitch about it later. Right. Later now. So um, but yeah, no, I thought it was awesome. Uh, Who would have thought that Shane would have got such a huge pop? I mean, he has been gone for so long. That's definitely that's definitely a huge part of it, and everyone just remembers the best of Shane McMahon. You know, nobody remembers the years where it was not so good. Um, right.
1: Did you think the award was a work beforehand, or did you think it was a real thing? The I, Vincent, what's the J J Kennedy? Or I, I don't know. It's Vincent K.
0: K. I think. K- it's, is, yeah,
1: it's him. But he has like his dope named for his dad. That's why I thought it was a real thing. Cause it wasn't named for him. It was named for his father. So I was like, Oh, it must be like a real award they're going to do. But then when they said it was happening at the top of raw, it was like, okay, this kind of sounds like it's going to be a worked thing. And then when McMahon came out and it announced him as Mr. McMahon, it's like, okay, yeah, this is 100% an angle or something.
0: Yeah. I, I never really, I honestly didn't really give it even much thought. like, I saw it and i thought really what i thought it was going to be a cheap ploy to you know honestly put some bring someone back but i didn't i never thought it would be shane i don't know who i thought maybe you know it was just going to be an angle you know there's going to be a run-in someone was going to be mad about it they didn't get it you know or what else could you really do with something like that you know on a wrestling program <laughs> anytime yeah. anything new happens what happens is someone's mad that they didn't get the new thing and then the feud begins right Um, so it's kind of just like that's how it always kind of happens except for i guess the slammies which are just stupid as hell (laughs) (laughs) so um we'll talk about kind of the lead up to this and i almost feel like this next bit relates a lot more to the roman reigns stuff but just like the road that they're on with this angle, like we have lots of time to let this kind of flesh itself out and figure out where we're going with it. Uh, I wanted to say the cities, though, because I think that's a pretty um, important part of the way this is all going to play out. And it was a very important part last year when we were really – I mean, last year was really the peak of wrestling, it felt like, with um, going through these cities in which Daniel Bryan – was getting over, over and over and over and over, and it was such a movement to get rid of Roman Reigns and have Daniel replace him. Uh, So we have Nashville, which I would say, sorry if you're from Nashville, but it's probably going to be kind of a dud.
1: Um, Well, I mean, I think it'll be a little, I mean, typically it is, but since it is like Road to WrestleMania, I think it'll probably be a little more lively than Nashville usually is, hopefully at least.
0: And then you go down Rowdy Alley, which is Chicago, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia and Brooklyn, which it's like, those are hot cities, all of those.
1: Yeah, smart smart fest. But, I mean, Philadelphia is where Roman Reigns got that huge pop when he won won the title. Yeah, when he won the title. But I don't know if that was because... I mean, people were just excited to see a title change or if it was because, you know, Vince McMahon was in the picture, you know, he took that bump and Vince always kind of heats an angle up, you know, so maybe that just got them excited. But, yeah, it was crazy to see Philly cheer Roman, but I think it just might have been that that specific circumstance. I don't think that means he's over in Philly, you know. Right,
0: yeah. I don't, I don't see him – we won't go to, too far down that road yet, but I don't see it working out well for him, with, especially with Brooklyn being the last – on the road, it's a very important. I think it's kind of underplayed the importance of this last city going into WrestleMania because that's the raw everyone watches to prepare to know what's going on. The people that haven't been following it are going to get back in and watch watch that. Uh, so people that are getting booed and cheered, it's going to be important because those people that are coming in are saying what's what's happening. You know, I want to watch WrestleMania, so I guess I'll watch this to see what's going on. So. Um, But that sidebar in itself done, Shane and Undertaker have a lot of room to figure out this storyline, five weeks. I think it's too early to try to break it down and say like maybe this will happen, this will happen, this will happen going through. Um, That would probably come in like the last few weeks. Uh, So I guess we can pick it apart, like what is in the box? What do you think is in the box?
1: (laughs) What's in the but box?
0: I have, I have a, a good idea here.
1: I'm thinking it's some kind of clause state, you know, stating he's the heir or whatever. Or if they want to get really like ruthless aggression era, drama-y, like something saying Stephanie's like an illegitimate child or something. Oh, that'd That's a little too like not PG era. They probably wouldn't do something mm-hmm. like that. But that's a very WWE thing to do. You know what, um, I think? what
0: the urn, the Undertaker's urn is in the box, and Shane has control of the box, right?
1: And he has so he has control of the Undertaker,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: That'd be awesome. When's the last time we saw the urn? Was it the CM Punk feud?
0: I actually was looking that up before we did this to kind of figure out like, was there at some point where Shane had the urn, or you know, like, where was the last we saw it? The last we saw it was. Ray Wyatt had it, and he used it to bring back the Undertaker to bury him. <laughs>
1: oh, okay, it's coming so that's back
0: now. We yeah, and then before that was, I want to say, CM Punk was before that, and um, who was before that? There was times where Paul Bearer would use it kind of against the Undertaker. Kane used it against the Undertaker, but. You know, going with the storyline of the Undertaker, it would not be a big, a huge surprise to see that that had some sway in this. Is it too gimmicky for a WrestleMania? Uh, probably, I would say yes.
1: <laughs> I'd be okay with it, but I mean, it'd be completely ridiculous. I'd be okay with that, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking it's some kind of, I don't know, legal document or some kind of extortion. Blackmail—that's the impression they gave. That's what—that's the way they're leading it, leading you to think. So whether or not they're going to swerve that, it could—you know—it could, and
0: you know, it could be that we learn what is in the in the box well before WrestleMania. I kind of feel like that's probably going to happen. So uh,
1: yeah, I don't think it's—I mean, people are up in arms saying like, "Oh, how can Shane wrestle Undertaker? It's going to be garbage," but I—I I mean, I'm like 100% certain it's not going to be. Shane versus Undertaker and Hell in Like Cell. Like, you have, we have five weeks to, like, You're develop.
0: So, you are so
1: committed. Not that I don't want him to see that. I just don't think it's going to happen. Like, I just, it, it doesn't seem likely to me.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I 100% agree that it would not be a good match. It would not be something people want to see. They said, I heard today that Shane was training now. And it's like, I, you know, how many weeks, five weeks, five weeks worth of training. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense.
1: Right. But there was a quote from uh, Mick Foley who said that, you know, hell in a cell like the match. If you want to cover up the fact that you can't really do anything because the, the cell itself does like most of the work, you know, just having the cell there adds a lot of, Mm -hmm. air to the to the event so you can kind of cover up the fact that or smudge it a little bit that you might not be the best in the ring or whatever um and i mean shane you know he had some great matches in his time i it's just he hasn't wrestled in so long it's just kind of weird to think about
0: i mean shane was kind of in foley-esque i mean he was known for taking those huge bumps and taking those big risks and i mean that we're not absolutely I'm going to say absolutely not. We're go- we're not going to see that. We're not going to see him taking these big risks. He he owns like a huge company in China. He has no reason outside of helping his family to do anything that would put him in actual arm. Uh, you know, if he took a bump, like I was saying the other day, if he took a bump, it would be, you know, a padded bump. He would be falling onto some padding somewhere or something. You know, it would all be very... Uh, Fake, but more so than you
1: know. I, th- I think if it, if it is you know Undertaker versus Shane in the Hell in a Cell, and that's like all there is to it, there's no other stipulation or people involved. I think he'll take one big bump. There'll be like one big spot because that's kind of how his old matches were. there was always one like big moment, you know. And I don't think it'll be comparable to being thrown off the Titantron or choke slam through the announce table, anything like that. But like you said, probably something protected, you know, something where there's not much room for something to go wrong you know
0: yeah I mean that's the only way it makes sense Um, early 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 predictions say assuming that it continues the course uh, do we have Shane as the winner or Undertaker Um, my prediction Undertaker
1: Undertaker I just really think, I don't think it's going to be Shane. I think it's going to be like Cena.
0: Hypothetically. angle. Someone's
1: going to come back and wrestle this place.
0: Say it. Say it face through.
1: I would. S- See, one side of me is thinking, like, are they just bringing him back for WrestleMania or is this going to continue? Because there's kind of hints at a brand split coming up and there's been rumors backstage that there's going to be some kind of brand slit and this would be the perfect jumping off point for that. Yes. So maybe Undertaker does maybe Undertaker wins, but then there's some kind of shenanigans to where Shane still gets raw or something like that would happen. I don't really see Shane pinning Undertaker one, two, three, you know, I don't really see that happening.
0: I, you know, I could honestly, I could see the, I could see Shane coming down to the ring with the black box. But if it if it got to this point, it would be so obvious that everyone would have already called it. But coming down to the ring with the black box, pulling the black box out at some point, that's the only way he would beat the Undertaker is if the urn was in the box, right? Um, I say Undertaker wins for sure. I don't think Shane is going to stick around. I think Shane is merely doing this as a favor. For his dad i think he was called in because what do they have going on what do we have going on at fast lane i mean they're grasping at straws they want this to be the largest they're gonna do every single thing they can to break that uh indoor what was it indoor attendance record
1: yeah like 100 plus thousand
0: so they're gonna do everything now does that mean they're gonna continue doing everything after wrestlemania absolutely not so it would not surprise me to see Shane just showing up for this, to help out, help the family, and moving on, you know?
1: Well, it is like, uh, I mean, it is, was a, this was basically an emergency breaking case of emergency type situation because Dave Meltzer was saying that two years ago there was this same angle being bandied about to where um, Vince was like taking control and Shane would come back with either Austin a rock to like take the company back. But I think Vince uh, nixed the idea because he didn't want to be on TV at the time. So they didn't do it. So this is an idea that's been around in WWE for a while. So, and it's like, yeah, like you said, they're just trying to drum up interest for mania and it's the Roman thing isn't doing it. They need another main event. They need, and they need more than these main events. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they announced the Brock Dean one too. That's almost another main event. So it's like they need more, Cause that Roman trip, which we'll get into the Roman triple H thing later, but yeah, they need something bigger than that. Something people will actually enjoy.
0: All right. So the last few parts, the last few, like, I guess, pieces of the puzzle. Uh, who do you think, you know, we're going to see the rock. We know we're going to see Austin. We know um, these are people that can be kind of split to be on sides you know different people's sides or whatever uh i guess i'll just go through the little list that i made here we got rock austin they're not going to be wrestling i don't think you probably agree yes
1: uh yeah i don't think they'll be wrestling but they'll definitely be there in some capacity um i could see I mean, the easiest thing for them to do, which probably means the thing that they will do, is Rock will be in Roman's corner, something like that. Um, trying to give him the rub, you know. Or Rock... Or, you know, in the in the Triple H-Roman match, Triple H has all his cronies, you know. And then Rock runs out and evens the yeah. odds and yeah. helps helps out Roman. Something, something to that effect. That's what I see Rock doing. Yeah. Uh, Austin, I don't... He'll, I he'll definitely of- be there in some capacity. Yeah, host host type thing probably.
0: Yeah. Uh, so here's some more fringe ideas. I, I guess before the fringe one, Cena will come back and he will be doing something in some capacity. It was said it had been said that he was not going to return but we all know that it's Super Cena. Pretty sure he's going to be back.
1: I don't know if he'll be wrestling but he'll definitely be there in some capacity.
0: Um. Def- He could come out with a rock and help Roman give him the double rub. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) I can see that happening.
0: I could absolutely see that happening. Cena
1: and rock saving the day.
0: Isn't it crazy how people all of a sudden treat this company like it's good to its fans? Like because Shane O'Mac is back. Like I understand like to be happy about that. But you also have to have the perspective of what we've seen in the past.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: So. Okay, so here are my fringe uh, returns. I like this one. I know it's out there, but the ministry returning would be pretty hilarious. I would
1: um, mark out for that. That'd
0: be awesome. Minister that'd rule. be awesome.
1: <laughs> J- that was JBL, funny. JBL stops announcing. Just oh my like god,
0: Ministry. <laughs> <laughs> they got. They have a lot of the people still around. You could have, have JBL, JBL Kane. Uh, who else? Farouk. Uh, Frooks there, yes. That's another one. Um,
1: Midian. <laughs> He's not around.
0: No. Nah. And Viscera, RIP.
1: RIP oh. Viscera and your Chrome teeth. But
0: I think that's really all you need is they already have the people that could fill in the ranks. You know who they could bring in. some. They could bring in people like, this is never going to happen, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people from NXT. You know, Baylor, Finn Balor would fit in there. Uh, you know. Baron Corbin
1: well there was that interesting thing uh, where it was like the last corporate ministry segment was Shane saying he dissolves his corporate ministry but and the people in the ministry are free to do whatever they want but he can like bring them back at any time which happened in like like, 1999 or something that would be hilarious if he brought that back
0: it'd be too good it'd be too good I can't I can't no it would if, if something that good happened it would be beyond anything I've seen in the past, like, you know, two years of wrestling.
1: I did find it interesting that they were using Shane as like a proxy for the Smarks. It was like, you've run this company in the ground, the ratings are shit. Like he's basically just saying what everyone on the internet says about the company.
0: Yeah. Which I mean, it was good to hear someone at least admit that (laughs) on the show. Uh, but yeah, they're they're definitely turning to the smarky audience, and it's cool. I mean, hopefully they keep it going. Hopefully this is just not a ploy like it almost always is. Uh, last few, CM Punk, Kurt Angle, uh, or NXT people, as we kind of mentioned before. CM Punk has been getting a lot of hype because of the... Apparently he was update. It was his page on the website was updated, but I think what happened there is if you look at the new WWE website, it has been revamped, like it has overgone, like a complete template change. So that's probably what that was about was them changing their website. Um, But John Cena
1: tweeted a picture of CM Punk too, so
0: I still say no. I still say no. If it's anything, I think it's a jab at CM Punk, basically using CM Punk as a means to generate hype uh, because I still believe that CM really hates the company.
1: Yeah, I don't think he'll be back. But, I mean, who thought Shane was going to be back? I didn't think Shane would ever be back.
0: But I don't feel like Shane left on such a negative... Mm -hmm. Was it, was it that bad? It
1: kind of did. Really? I mean, but from what I understand, he basically left because, you know, most of the ideas he had within the company were shot down. Like, he wanted to – he was the big advocate for the website. He basically ran the website and built the website. And he originally wanted WWE.com to be, like, a place for all wrestling news, like, cover all of wrestling. Like, this is, like, way back in the day, like, Mm -hmm. early 2000s. And then they didn't do that. And then he wanted to launch ECW as an online-only. Like, you watch it online-only. Almost Mm -hmm. like a proto-WWE network thing. And then they were like, nah. Well, he also
0: was... Yeah, he was also getting uh, edged out by Stephanie.
1: Yeah, and then Stephanie married Triple H, so it was kind of like two versus one. Yeah. And he probably... Saw the writing on the wall, I guess, and decided to do his own thing. So I don't think he left on. It was in terms like CM Punk, where he's like suing the company. But I don't think he was, you know, the happiest. CM Punk
0: seems too fresh. Like, it's, I mean, it wasn't, what, a year ago that he was going on on the podcast, talking... Year and a half, is it?
1: Something like that?
0: Yeah, I think if if it's a case that he does come back, then he says ever
1: again, basically. Do you think think he would have got a bigger pop than Shane? CM Punk? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh think? yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. I oh, that shame pop was crazy, man. That was like stone cold shit.
0: I mean, that's what that's what like 6 7 years will do for you. I mean, everyone remembers the best parts. He took a lot of big bumps and I mean, what can you say? That's what people are going to remember. Um and then for him to come out and basically be like this company sucks is also like well, now all the Marks like him and all of the <laughs> dumb fans just cheer for
1: whatever. I like how Vince couldn't help but, like, smile the entire time. Like, Vince is usually pretty good at keeping, like, in character. But
0: you know, when the
1: crowd you is know, popping, he like, can stop from smiling, which was kind of cool to see.
0: I don't know. I don't know if it's a sign of the way that the company's going in the future. I almost think it's more of a sign of the way the company is going into WrestleMania. And I think that you can't really even, you can't really even uh, consider what happens from now between WrestleMania, what wrestling is, because it doesn't stay this way throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you, like you said with Vince, like Vince saying fuck on fuck in the middle of the ring, like what the, and then they use like the blood packet at the end with Roman. Like they're definitely trying to be very more, attitude-esque right
1: yeah definitely which seems it works one week one week into the road to wrestlemania and everyone's they got everyone talking you know the only thing i'm worried about is i mean two matches were announced on that raw we already know the main event so we know three of the matches on mania already and there's still five weeks to go so i'm hoping it's not going to be like next week and we know the entire card and no surprises, so I don't know. Yeah, that's a that little builds, nitpick.
0: That builds a case for your uh, replacements for the Hell in a Cell match, though.
1: Right? Yeah, there's still, and it's also interesting that, that there's they announced two matches on on Raw, and they but they both have stipulations, which usually WrestleMania isn't really known for stipulations. I think last year, what the ladder match? I think that was the only one that was uh, anything that wasn't just singles or tag team match. So we got. Hell in a Cell match and, uh, was it street fight for Brock and Dean? No holds barred.
0: I c- hardly even remember. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Street Fight, No holds barred. Which? Oh
0: yes, yes, yes. For upcoming. I thought you were talking about last year. I was like, I don't think that was Oh no, no, no. <laughs> was under- yeah. So yes. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. The Brock and Dean street fight. I think that they are setting this up the best way that they could. Uh, they are doing the Foley thing with Ambrose, and I think that works. It's the only thing that makes sense is that he likes to get beat up because that's exactly what he's going to get. It doesn't make any sense for him to logically think he would win. Like, at It's like a payoff for the longest nonsense gimmick ever of him being the lunatic fringe, although never doing anything crazy is now this makes sense that he's crazy that he wants to fight this guy, right?
1: Yeah, and it's I'm like on or, on and off with with Ambrose. Like I like him. I liked him in the Shield a lot. Um I think since the Shield breaking up, he's I mean, he's he's a fan favorite, but I don't know the whole lunatic fringe thing just doesn't really work. And I'm I'm hoping in this lead up to the Mania match we see less of like the goofy crazy guy and more of like a, if you want to be the crazy guy, be like the crazy guy, like be like,
0: you know what? Be like, you know what? It feels like he tries to do. He tries to be like Jake the snake. Like he tries to be like, um,
1: that would be the good kind of crazy guy to be. Exactly.
0: He, he tries, but it just doesn't, he, he's had too many moments where he does that and then he does something wacky. You know? Yeah. Something like, like he, he completely, uh, Nullifies all of like the tension that you would have. Just leave the promo, you know. Leave it, you know, in in that feeling. Like, you know, don't.
1: Right. Let's silly. Yeah.
0: Us. Don't be silly. That's like
1: work. Brian Pillman crazy. Like, make it think where people think you're actually crazy, and they're questioning whether or not you're like playing a character or not. Not like. Ooh, I'm so wacky. Not wacky line. No more wacky right. line. No more wacky line. No more <laughs>
0: trying to sneak jokes in there, inside jokes and shit. Just, you know, if, just be a character, fuck. At least at least while you're on the show, you know, if you want to go do it on Twitter, fine. I I won't check your Twitter <laughs> or whatever. But,
1: but like you said, the no holds barred thing fits in perfectly and I think it'll it'll be a good match. I mean, I think Brock is going to win 100%, but it's going to be one of those things where Dean takes such a beating that everyone's like, it gets gets Dean over just as much as it gets Brock over because he's going to be, he survived Brock, you know? He doesn't have to win. He just has to not die.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah. That's, you know, it's kind of weird. I was thinking about the parallels. Like, Dean and Brock and Triple H and Roman, like, both of those feuds feel very, very similar. Like, triple h just destroying roman brock just destroying ambrose uh i mean they just whoop, they just blowing really, up shoot <laughs> they just really seem similar like triple h is just like larger than life you know roid out city dude and you got roman who's big but he just he after all the stuff they've done he still doesn't seem like that strong you know what i mean no same with Dean Ambrose. He, and I agree with you, Dean Ambrose does feel stale. Uh, he just, I mean... It just,
1: it just feels like, that. I mean, out of the Shield, Seth's the only one who, to me, feels like really... He's better off not in the Shield than he was in the Shield, where Roman and Dean were better in the Shield than they are as singles, up until this point, at least.
0: Well, and you know, Shane... Um, Seth was the best talker like yeah hands down and people debate like oh is it better to be better wrestler better talker whatever like what's the best trait you could have and it's obviously on the mic
1: right yeah definitely and i mean seth was both which was what made makes him so special he's got it in the ring and on the mic but i think if you had to pick between the two i mean you can't be absolutely garbage in the ring but you can be Completely average in the ring and be amazing on the mic, and I think you'll be over. You know,
0: right? I mean, yeah,
1: like Road Dog or something. You know, <laughs> the, mm-hmm. like that. It's like he—they weren't good in the ring, but they had presence.
0: Right. Yeah. It's it's huge, and I think that's what is lacking the most on the roster is mic skills, and it's like they act like um, it can't be taught or something. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like you got Ric Flair in the company. You got you had Dusty Rhodes in the company up until, you know, his his death. I mean, you have people there who are amazing on the mic. I mean, why aren't they teaching like the and it seems like the promos in NXT are better than the promos on the main roster usually. So I don't I don't, I don't know what the disconnect is there. I mean it's probably the writing team, you know, the NXT people are being written for less or in a different way than the Raw. But right.
0: I didn't. I didn't realize that there were actually 28 writers on yeah. the WWE staff. Oh my god, that is depressing. It's
1: a lot of um, writers.
0: It's you know, and I gotta assume that they have them write for YouTube skits and Raw tweets, and SmackDown social and media, tweets yeah. and you know, I'm I guarantee these people are stretched thin, just like the wrestlers are, just like everybody is. Um, and it's stretched thin. And I, it it feels like I know we talked about it before, but it feels like, like working for like a big corporate publicly traded entity. They're just there for paycheck. They do their job. They go home. They don't see a big return. If they work harder, they just continue to work because, and try to keep their heads down and keep their job. Yeah. Um, So I'm sure that the, writing staff get that even more so than the wrestlers because they are probably always back back there with the management. You know what I'm saying? Like they're always, you know, they're just probably watched over a lot more. So yeah,
1: look at their bosses,
0: right? I'm guaranteed. <laughs> everything has to go through Vince. And yeah. so what is a writer going to do right for Vince? This is just that simple. They're going to write stuff that they think he would like. Right. Um. So, Let's there's other stuff that's going on, you know, but right now nothing's really jumping out like Ryback left. No one really cares.
1: That botch was pretty funny where he just forgot he was supposed to leave apparently and Kane had to like look at him be like, Ryback, go.
0: go." Yeah, he's 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 getting his moment and he's already screwed up. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Ryback's had so many chances like I don't even care. I like this new ring gear. There's yeah. a plus, but
0: the Gilbert chance going on. The Gilbert chance. Right.
1: It's
0: like, man, dead in the water. You know, he, he's he's kind of like Roman in that way. He uh, <laughs> gets a lot of chance, chances and screws him up a lot. Uh, so, speaking of Roman, we'll talk about this. New day. Let me just look through here. Uh, big show chance. I don't know what's happening anymore. Um
1: we do need to talk about the Usos versus oh, God. ascension. Oh, that, what a match. What star a... match. <laughs> that what? was a clinic. Why was that even on the why was that even on the show? It was so pointless. It
0: was, it was on the show to fill time, and then the Dudley Boys came out, and the Dudley Boys said, Hey Usos, we want to fight you. We don't like tables anymore. We're heels,
1: right? That was funny because we we're like, How can the Dudleys get heat? Everyone loves them. And then they're like, we're not giving doing tables anymore i'm like well that's that's a good way to get heat i guess take away what the fans want
0: yeah i guess it's it's not enough it's not enough they've been around for so long it's like i don't know you can't hate them and they just came back not too long ago Um,
1: i I am glad that they're back in heel mode though because that's where they are the best yeah and they have been the best in the past you know
0: so sasha beats naomi charlotte comes out and says i'm gonna fight you sasha
1: You know, that was a good match, but too short.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's how it always goes with them.
1: Um, Charlotte, though, I feel like is getting better. Like, I was lukewarm on her. I liked her in NXT, and then when she first got called up, I was like, eh. And then when they put her with Flair, it was kind of like, okay, it's the Ric Flair show now. But I feel like now it's... I mean, it seems like she's gotten a lot more comfortable on the mic. She's actually, like, healing it up and getting it's impressive that the people are actually like booing them like they're booing Ric Flair, you know, to get people to do that. So I think she's doing a lot better.
0: Yeah, she is doing a lot better. The whole Nikki Bella uh, angle, you know, I was not a big fan of it, but I can see now it is working in her favor. You know, she came out there wearing her gear and it's like, that is a very good touch. Like I, it's always good to see wrestlers making fun of other wrestlers. Um, you know Kevin Owens does it a lot imitates their gimmicks and all that and it's always good i mean she did really well proud of her keep it up charlotte keep it I'm, up I'm charlotte i'm sure you're watching <laughs> uh, gold dust and our truth do, do we want to talk about this make it why, stop
1: make why, it stop why is that this is, still happening that whole angle has Vince McMahon written all over it like i think he's writing all those jokes
0: I'm telling for, you, they cake. need
1: to. It's all Looney Tune shit. Cake in the face. Cake in the face. The stepped bang. in the poop. Stepped in poop. It's like
0: God. Come Jesus on,
1: Jesus Christ. Gold. Like like, like, segment. Goldust has the second most experience on the entire roster, and he's doing that shit. It's like uh, oh my God.
0: From his perspective, at least he doesn't have to wrestle. You know, just go least, out there and do a little skit. At least he's getting paid. And get a paycheck and go home. Yeah. Um. New day uh beat the lucha dragons i don't really it was fine you know new day is good and they're always good it's kind of like consistently good i mean they're the best thing before this they were the best thing going in the wwe uh with savior on the mic i mean that's someone as good as they are now i think if they did split it would they would also be really strong as far, as individuals um
1: can we take a second to talk about their shit lane segment with oh the, god with Edge actually and christian.
0: <laughs> the, actually i take i take back everything i said about consistently good
1: <laughs> that was like the first time where i was like oh my god they're ruining new day
0: it that was, was so bad
1: Cringe city
0: cringe city Edge and
1: christian sorry you're not fucking funny at all <laughs> sorry
0: just go away I'm so sick of your promo and you know what's fun I actually I actually watched on the YouTube channel uh, one of their skits just oh yeah be, just before this <laughs> I was like I'm gonna be real pissed going into this episode
1: well it's like they do that segment chilling their show and then they have del Rio and uh, Kalisto on the opening on the pre-show a two out of three false match which was really good. It's a really fucking good match. And that's on the pre-show, and they have this stupid thing promoting their show on the on the pay-per-view instead. It's like, come when on, they, why?
0: When they were doing the New Day Rocks and Edge and Christian started saying, watch our show.
1: Yeah. I was like... Died, died inside.
0: That's it. I'm done. Like, I was already done with these guys, and then to do that. You know, I don't think we were watching wrestling that much when they were... Rising to popularity, thank fuck for that. cuz
1: <laughs> Yeah, I remember them as like the Brood. Yeah, me too.
0: And I was like, "Hey, these guys used to be cool. What is this, all this
1: comedy shit?" A, li- a little bit as a tag team, you know, because I I quit watching around two thousand three. Something was like, two thousand two, two thousand three, or something. So it's like, yeah, all the Rated R Superstar. I think I missed all that shit.
0: Yeah, we got out at a good time, I believe. <laughs> And only recently you got back and now we're seeing all of the very awful, awful things that happened. (laughs) They're like creeping in. Yeah. This happened while you were gone. It's like, what? Why?
1: She like that makes me embarrassed to like have the network. It's like I don't I hope no one finds out I have the WWE network. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of it's embarrassing. Shows like that on it.
0: Yeah. And you know, there's already a stigma that comes with being a fan of wrestling and then to have that very childish garbage, it just makes well, it's just, it hard. It's just not funny. Yeah, and didn't... It's, it's, just not that.
1: it's just not funny at all.
0: I'm sure it's fun to kid, right? I don't know. They're yelling.
1: Someone in the it's, comments will say they like it. No yeah. wrong.
0: I don't think anyone that listens to our cynical asses would <laughs> <is> be <terrible. laughs> <I'm probably laughs> into that. Maybe, though. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't watch it before. I watched the skit before this, and I got to say, it was not funny. It was, I was sitting there, I was just sitting there like, when is the thing going to happen that I'm supposed to think is funny here? They did, <laughs> we're giving this too much time. One, I'll just end it on this. They did a skit where one of them was dressed up as Vince McMahon playing Ron Burgundy like, oh, my it, like, why? <laughs> how dated? Like, why? This is your promo for your show, and you're quoting a movie that was like popular
1: 10 years ago. And why even add that layer to it? Why not just do a Vince McMahon skit?
0: Well, they did. Why,
1: yes, Thor. Ron Burgundy thing. It's retarded.
0: It was awful. It was awful. They ruined the New Day segment. <laughs> we just need to go away. Hopefully
1: now that their show's on and it's on the air, they won't have to come on raw and promote it anymore. That's 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 the best we can hope for.
0: I, I have to think that no one was watching it, and that's why they're shilling it so much, but that may not be the case. They shill everything to death. But uh, I have to well, think. That, that, that was the kind of... premiere.
1: That was the premiere after Fastlane. I think that's why they were had the spot on Fastlane. Mm. It's just like, the premiere of our show. So hopefully now that the premiere is over, go away. I don't want to hear about it anymore.
0: I'd be so, I'm would be i sorry, but I would be very embarrassed if that's what I was doing. I'd, re- I'd much rather be doing a shitty fucking podcast on YouTube <laughs> than that shit. <laughs> oh, boy. It's real bad. All right. So let's get to the meat of it. Roman and Triple H.
1: Well, do you want to talk about the main, shit lane main event a little bit first? Uh, I mean, it kind of ties in to the raw main event. All right. You, I just I just want to hear about what hear what you thought about it. I mean, I thought it was not good. Like it was the worst Brock thing I've seen in a while. Not Brock's fault, but I don't know. I just I didn't like the match that much. The
0: what really stuck with me is the ending of the match.
1: Yeah, like, really, really abrupt. Right so
0: out of nowhere. Uh, I fucking almost said out of nowhere. God, Cole has ruined that phrase for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, getting Dean getting pinned one, two, three after one spear It's like, really? Stupid. Can't even give him like two. It's like there's so many false finishes these days. Why are you going to pin him after one? I don't know.
0: So stupid. I like, there was a good spot, and I think that's the only thing anyone ever says about it was the uh, Brock, what was it, Brock holding Dean you- up and then gets speared. Oh, that, that was fine.
1: That was good, and the one where Roman had... I think Roman had Ambrose on his shoulders and then Brock suplexed them both. That was yeah. Nice. Yes. So the cool parts were like Brock's feats of strength.
0: <laughs> Pretty much the entire match was yeah, Brock being like, Wow, Brock is such a fucking monster. <laughs> like and you're gonna put
1: him through there's three announce tables. Yeah, we were the whole. And time. you're gonna put him through two of them? And there's one more, <laughs> you're not gonna
0: put him through the last
1: one. Come on. That was
0: weird. That's that kind of weird. Could at least be a little consistent, guys.
1: Uh, and the end where they just <laughs> that was so funny to watch the end roman gets the pen and triple h comes out and it's complete silent because i guess the arena was just full of booze and they just muted everything so
0: wow it, i was it, wondering yeah, yeah I didn't know it that. was just
1: completely quiet and he's standing there with the belt it's like totally quiet wow i thought
0: it was weird yeah because i watched i mean i watched it and then i watched it again on youtube and i was like this is strange like it just all felt the whole ending felt weird. Like it just very abrupt, very just what, why? why?
1: I don't get how that makes WWE look better by muting the boost. Like it looks better for complete silence going into like promoting the main event of WrestleMania. Like at least there's some crowd sound, you know, you'd think would be better than nothing.
0: I really think, uh, they, Think their fans are stupid, and that's why they do that. They think that people aren't going to know a difference, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't know a difference. And I think that's why they do it. They're just covering themselves and they don't care. You know, yeah, that was Fastlane was a perfect example of we don't care. Uh, you know what, I think probably happened is they've been busy just focusing on WrestleMania, and Fastlane was kind of like, I mean, Fastlane last year was just a shit.
1: It's always, yeah, it's just uh, nothing. I mean, they need to get rid of it and have an eight-week build to WrestleMania. I think that'd be way better.
0: That'd be way better. Write write it out. But they just use these few months to write for WrestleMania, I think. And Fastlane is just a thing like, oh, we're just, this is a thing that's going to happen. So we have time to focus on WrestleMania. And then they do the WrestleMania stuff. So anyways, Roman and Triple H.
1: You mean Roman and Sheamus? Huh?
0: Oh, oh well, I mean, I was speaking about going <laughs> yeah, into the... But I'm yeah, just kidding. That no was one, a
1: match that happened. <laughs> yeah, no one cares about that part. I
0: actually looked it up, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I completely forgot they had a match before Triple H came out because Triple H fucking wrecked him, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, fake blood, keep it coming. Yeah. Use as much as you want. I think I it's like cool.
1: It. Yeah, it's better than no blood, and it's, I mean, I don't, I totally get why they don't want guys blading anymore, you know, because it's not the safest thing in the world, and with, like, diseases and stuff, and not a good example. I mean, just, I mean, it's the same effect to have a guy using fake blood than it is a guy blading, you know, you know it's a work, you know?
0: It's all the work, I mean... The moves are fake, the characters are fake, everything is fake. Why not fake blood? Why is it take this why has it taken this long to do it? I mean, it just seems weird to me that people were blading for so long knowing that you could just fake it.
1: Yeah. Right. I don't get it. <laughs> Some people and love it's the It's never blade, made
0: though. it's never made sense to me. I remember I made wrestling videos when I was a kid and we used fake blood
1: cuz we were yeah. like, "Uh, oh, I'm not going to cut myself fuck that well it's definitely it's easier f- for wrestlers to hide a blade on them than a blood capsule because that yeah, looks like where like I the guess. blade you can hide in your trunks or whatever or have a ref give it to you i don't know right yeah it is it is weird that blading went on for so long when there were definitely other ways than cutting your head open with a razor blade <laughs> to show blood
0: so do you think it's a? do you think it's a gonna be an ongoing thing Uh, or do you think Uh, it's going to end at WrestleMania? Like all of this attitude-esque stuff.
1: uh, As far as like the fake blood thing, I think it'll be occasional. And uh, as far as like, I don't know, almost this might be wishful thinking, but it does seem like they are kind of, it feels like there's a change coming soon. Like there's lots of pieces moving with the SmackDown completely re-overhauling, and apparently there's going to be more changes to SmackDown after Mania, and then with this tease where Shane says he wants control of Raw, like, it was very specific wording where he didn't say, I want control of the company, he says, I want control of Raw, you know, so it it kind of plants the seeds where there might be some changes, so maybe they are going towards a more, not, I don't know if PG's the right word, but a more serious direction, you know, after Mania, I would love that, but... But it, it might like, like you said, it might just be a mania thing and it might go back to business as usual after. Yeah,
0: I mean, Triple H teased the reality era uh, a while back. I mean, it's been a long time at this point point. Um, and nothing really came of it too much. I mean, they maybe had had incorporated a couple angles and uh, this is actual reality era type, you know, things going on like, yeah. The Shane thing is very reality. Like you could see them. You could see this actually happening.
1: The only Uh, thing that's not reality is the fucking Roman situation. That's like. Yeah, which we. From reality. Which we keep.
0: We keep getting away from. So Roman, Triple H. uh, Who do you got? I guess is a good question.
1: Uh, At Mania. I mean, Roman. Yeah. It's gonna win, right? <laughs> but it's like are they they have to know by now what that's gonna be. So is there Romans gonna be
0: Cena? Like except yeah. more Hayden.
1: But I mean when you have the ending of Raw and you have who's supposed to be your top heel just absolutely destroying your top supposed to be your top baby face and everyone's cheering one more time to the heel, like there's a problem there, you know, and it's been like this ever since they've been trying to push Roman. So I guess they're just going to go. I mean, it's the end is in sight. Finally, like Roman winning at mania, it's one month away. So are they just going to continue on that path or are they going to change it in some way? I mean, double turn, double turn at mania, man. That's what we need. Triple H turn face, Roman turn heel in the match, like Austin, Bret Hart match. they pull it off
0: the rock cheats helps roman cheat you know it could happen you know and i think that's and yeah uh we just watched i don't know if you just watched it but i watched this thing earlier about the rock talking about how he rose to fame and how he had to be a heel and everybody booed him and eventually turned face and saying i mean that's how it has to be that's how it always is that's how it always happens you have to be a heel before your face roman was never a heel he he's do this. This makes sense. Doesn't mean it's gonna happen. But like, yeah, have, they have such an opportunity here. Of, and I know we've said this for a long time, and thought everyone thinks this, but for him to go heel would be perfect. Yes, at the at WrestleMania. I mean, what better time?
1: Even Hogan was a, was a heel before he became super babyface, and um, Austin was making that point on. I think it was like his. Last podcast where he was saying that he sees no way of Roman getting over unless he's heal first, and there then once he's heal, I mean, I think Roman could he could get over as a face after he does a heel run. People just need to get it out of their system, you know,
0: that mm-hmm. they hate,
1: hate Roman so much. I mean, I know I do. Right. I got to get out of my system. Right. He's actually heal. It plays right. in it plays into everything so much more. It's So, so logical much. why WWE will not do it,
0: and I think. <laughs> Right. Well, and I think the reason I said the Rock thing is I think that Rock being in the picture at WrestleMania, he has to have some influence there, right? He has to be saying, guys, I don't want to go out there and hold his hand up again and a bunch of people boo. You know, like you would think of all the people you saw what he did on Raw, he's going to voice his opinion. Are they going to listen yeah. to him? I don't know.
1: And what if Roman turned on Rock at Mania? And- oh, so much heat.
0: That'd be great. That'd
1: be great. Join Vince. I mean, possibilities are endless. People don't just give us uh, Triple H versus Roman. All Triple H's buds come out. Roman beats all of them.
0: That's the most boring. That's the most boring and predictable shit. And Fastlane was a prime example of what happens when you get the most boring and predictable shit. No one's happy. Everyone's mad, and everybody goes to the internet and says, "I'm mad about this."
1: And traditionally yeah traditionally like mania's end with like a feel good type moment you know like it's like they don't often like to have heels come out on top at the end of the show like to send the fans home happy but i mean look at when seth cashton that was a huge moment and everyone loved it and he was heel and it's like it was amazing so i don't think it's i think it's fine to end on a i mean that would be the what would make you want to watch Raw the next day more than fucking Roman Reigns joining Vince McMahon turning heel? Be I mean,
0: just imagine him being a heel, giving that cheesy ass smile. <laughs> it's perfect. He doesn't perfect. even it's, have to try. He doesn't even he doesn't have to have try. Him. No, he doesn't. He could just already a heel. do his thing. He is already a heel. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't know it. He thinks He thinks he's cool. He thinks he's like the Usos. You know, they think. They're so cool because they smile and laugh about what the fuck ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that wraps it up. I think that co- we've covered everything you could possibly imagine. Um, we're going to keep trying to do these podcasts. You guys knew what it was like those last few weeks. We we turned our back on this company. <laughs> we're like, fuck this, you know, Daniel Bryan, we, we had Daniel Bryan retire. And then it's like, uh, then we go yeah. into the whole fast lane thing. It was like such a low point, you know? Um, and a quick note about people who hate on Daniel Bryan, you're actually a child.
1: Um, there are <laughs> who children. hates on Daniel Bryan?
0: There's people, I had people comment on act, my Daniel Bryan video saying like, ah, he wasn't that great. It's like, you're a kid. You don't understand. Like, you don't understand how things were and how the whole movement was more of, like, it was almost like a political, like, it mirrored the political movement. I'm like, you know. Yeah. We're not, I won't go into it all, but it was a bigger idea than just one guy.
1: It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was bigger than Daniel Bryan himself, which was what right. made it so good. I mean, I, I had criticisms of Bryan. I never liked his mic work the best or anything, but he was awesome. He's amazing in the ring. He he wasn't. He was uh, Dave Meltzer's Wrestling Observer Wrestler of the Year like eight years in a row or something ridiculous like that. It's it's like, come on! All right. So they're not like Daniel Bryan.
0: So yes, children. I'm mad. Um, (laughs) 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 Yeah, I was. (laughs) So that's one reason we were like, okay, enough is enough. You know, we I didn't see it going. You know, going in fast lane, it's like everything's going to shit, but. You know, why the fuck take off, you know, five weeks before WrestleMania when all the best, most entertaining shit is gonna be done. The most unpredictable stuff, you know. If we stuck with this shit for this long, we might as well fucking <laughs> stick it out through WrestleMania.
1: It was uh, a good raw. It had surprises. Like you like you said in your review, it had it was attitude era esque, you know, you didn't know what was gonna happen. I mean, the third hour lagged a little bit, but it was Really good show, you know? Chills, Hopefully they follow. Thrills,
0: there was thrills. All of this, those things.
1: It was like the first time where I was watching Raw, and then I was like, wow, it's two hours into Raw. I didn't even realize it. Usually it's like, oh, my God, there's two hours left. What right. is happening?
0: And like the Shane segment, I like was looking at the time. I was like, how is this still going on? What What is happening? Like, this <laughs> yeah. is entertaining. What is, how, why am I being entertained by this show? <laughs> but yeah, so... so we're going on an upswing, so we'll be around. Uh, I'm not saying we're going to quit after Wrestlemania, uh, but from time to time, we're both lazy and, you know.
1: Burn okay. out on stupid <laughs> WWE treating us like dumb.
0: Yeah. So we'll continue on, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.